Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Rich Rogers, CIO at Prisma Health. In part two, Rogers talks about how going beyond the traditional vendor partnership can help ease the transition to value-based care. The work his team is doing to standardize processes across the enterprise, including imaging, and what he believes are the keys to growing leaders. We'll get to our interview in a moment, but first, a brief word from our sponsor. Your organization doesn't compromise on patient care, so why compromise on the endpoints you deploy? iGel is the ultimate operating system for healthcare organizations using VDI, DAS, or SAS. And we're offering a free laptop on which to experience iGel's no compromise OS. Just visit iGel.com slash why compromise. And is that something that has changed or evolved over the years, or is that pretty much how you've tried to approach things? I think we've always tried to maintain good relationships with our vendors, but this is a little bit different because it takes it a step further and it's beyond the purchasing the product and supporting it. It's how do you help our business and help us take care of our populations better collectively. So it's really, it's taken it a step beyond that and really supports our transition to a value-based care model as well for the populations that we're serving. So it's, it's gone beyond the traditional relationships that we, that we've had in the past. Yeah. And in terms of uh, really wanting to, to develop and retain good people, I would imagine that that's a good motivator, you know, being a part of uh, like innovative initiatives. That's yeah. very appealing to some individuals. And, and so, you know, you know, it wants to get involved in, in certain projects, but uh, you know, you touch on a good point. There's, there's a talent war out there. So you've got to find what motivates uh, your individuals and, and get them involved in the right projects in order for, for them to feel fulfilled and, and grow. So it's definitely helped from that perspective uh, as well, get involved in some of the projects with Siemens. Okay. And you're also doing some work with the, with Philips for uh, enterprise imaging. And uh, that's something that I think we were hearing a lot about that went on the back burner in a lot of cases with COVID, but can you just talk about what you're doing in that area? Sure. Um, Philips, uh, again, another one of our strategic partners, we're standardizing on their patient monitoring systems throughout our health system and you know, puts us in a position to do some creative things on the nursing side too, and centralized monitoring and, and, and those type of efforts to help us combat the nursing shortage. But from an imaging standpoint, Philips is implementing their um, enterprise imaging PACS solution across, across our enterprise. So you know, we brought together three distinct radiology groups uh, into one. I think we had we had one one pack system in the upstate, but we had another four or five uh, across the Midlands. So we're consolidating to one for radiology, cardiology, and for the entire health system, and one consistent image sharing um, solution, one VNA, and, and so forth. So it really gets us to our strategy of just few core systems, leverage the most out of those, and and standardize our care processes across the health system. So it's kind of like the final piece that we needed to support our overall IT strategy uh, as well. So that those are the main components uh, right now. Then now we're also talking with Philips about assistance with some like a virtual care center assistance and where we, we're monitoring you know, not only um, some of our inpatient patients, but also uh, remote patients that are in our CIN, but are, we're monitoring remotely and alert our care managers when, when necessary and so forth. So we're, we're kind of uh, working with our different partners in, in, in different ways. And, and Philips is another uh, important partner for us. Yeah. So it seems that that's having those strong vendor partnerships really is important. And I guess getting to the place where, you know, you really can 
I don't want to say push back, but really advocate for, for what you need. Right. Absolutely. You definitely have a say in what's in product design, development, implementation, and so forth. So absolutely. And yeah. if they're thinking about something and want to try it, we're a good test bed in certain cases for them as well. So yeah, there's mutual benefit. Yeah. And so wanted to, to talk a little bit about what it was like for you from your experience when this merger did happen and kind of how you approached it when you, uh, like you said, you had to interview for the job. And so when you were named CIO of Prisma, how you approached that? Yeah, um, it, um, you know, it, it's all based on the strategy. This is what we need to get done. And um, part of our organizational strategy was to consolidate the corporate functions fairly quickly. And, and, and IT is kind of an enabler for other areas to consolidate and get to, you know, one system in many cases. So, um, so we had to move fairly quickly. Um, so I think part of it is evaluating um, skill sets that you're, you've inherited and people need to fit into that structure. And in our case, we were going to implement Epic. And so people had to apply to be on part of the Epic project team. And so, so we had folks that did and had to get through the assessment test and meet the grade on that. And so they, they filled that team. And, you know, what I did is I looked at what we had left to support our, the legacy systems that were, uh, that we continued to you know, run our business with until they're replaced and uh, made the decision to outsource that staff and, and that function because I didn't want to be recruiting for systems we we're going to replace. So I outsourced that to a company and they maintained those systems until we uh, got through the migration and the rest of the folks just, you know, were incorporated into the staff that we currently had and created just one, uh, one IT organization. And we did that fairly rapidly um, as well. And that's been in place for, you know, a few years now. So it's uh, it kind of worked its way out. It's definitely some emotional moments and some difficult decisions uh, that you have to make um, to do that. But, uh, you know, we worked our way through it and, and uh, we've got a very good high performing team now. So I'm, uh, I'm real proud of them for what they've accomplished. Yeah. So getting that established, that IT organization, and I guess moving forward with like, you know, this is, this is the, the Prisma culture now. Exactly. Not the Greenville or, or Palmetto, but yeah, this is this is our culture going forward. Yep. And you don't mention the old the old names. You know, right. you make sure they're removed from every system that you currently have. And it's amazing uh, how many <laughs> places it shows up. But yeah, exactly. And you know, one of the benefits of the pandemic, if there were, you know, is the fact that it, these virtual type meetings are just very commonplace now and that kind of helped. So we weren't driving the hundred miles back and forth and or in the middle to me, we could do it this way and, and you get to know people um, that way as well. So that, I think that facilitated the development of the one culture, uh, you know, as a result of that too. Yeah. And just when you, uh, you talked about having a high functioning team, wanted to get your thoughts on what, what do you think are like the really key attributes? Like, what do you look for in people that in which you see potential? Um, I look for people that can work independently, that they're smart. They make the people that work for them better. Um, they give them the tools that they need. And I think what's key is we need to articulate the vision, what we need done, and then have people in place that can deliver results. And you need to measure it. And I think, and do that consistently throughout throughout your, your organization. And then people people get it. And the ones that can deliver, they rise to the top and you make sure that you continue to grow those folks. And, um, and, there, and there's, sometimes there's people that don't make it, but not, not a lot if you do a good job with in the hiring process. But I, I think it's, 
really comes down to people that can manage people and treat them with respect and be fair and be able to deliver business results. So they're the ones that are going to get, continue to grow in, in my organization. Yeah. Yeah. And then as far as, you know, measurement, is that something that's done on a regular basis just to kind of see, you know, make sure people are reaching goals they need to or. Yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, we measure everything. I think and most of our, our analyst staff, well, they work from home and remote, just like in, in most organizations now. And I think that's put a tremendous burden on the managers because yeah. they, they still hold them accountable. So they've got to figure out how to, you know, manage productivity and measure productivity with their staff. And I don't, I don't dictate how each of them do that. I mean, they develop their own certain ways, really. And they know I, I just care about they hit their dates, they deliver results, and their their employee engagement scores are where they need to be and, and, and so forth. So that's that's what we do. We don't we don't micromanage them. Yeah. Yeah, which is important. And I like how you said smart because uh, it, it gets underrated sometimes, but people who can just use their brain, figure out different ways to solve things. And it's not just sort of, yeah. <laughs> right, right. True. Yeah. Okay. There's always more, but I think I think that that's pretty good for now. Guess there's a lot going on there. A lot you guys are working on, but um, just uh, it's been great to get to know you a bit and uh, yeah, about all the things you guys are doing. Okay, very good. Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at HealthSystemCIO.com/podcast.